Now, talking travel with travel expert and specialist Sally Lucas. And Sally, today you're going to take us to a wonderful destination uh, in a big continent to the west of us. We certainly are, and that's Botswana. And I mean, it's even a favourite of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Whoa, and a few other things too. Oh, absolutely. A little bit on Christmassy stuff to do and, uh, well, some other interesting news around the place. Over to the African continent, yes, to that landlocked little country of Botswana. Um, Now, there's a, a safari operator a specialist safari operator really that operates a number of retreats. They're called Sanctuary Retreats and they operate four unique um, boutique properties in Botswana and three of them are actually in the Okavango Delta as well and they've got another fourth one overlooking the Chobe River. But Botswana is just one of those countries that if you had to pick one, that you, if you couldn't go all your African or South African countries in particular, that's the one you should really go to because of the plethora of the, all the animals that you're going to see. Um, it's the big still five plus 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 plus. <laughs> it's still renowned to have the greatest population of elephants in the world in Chobe National Park, and you still have the high concentration of your lions, cheetahs, and other predators in the Moramai Game Reserve as well. And it's been cemented as the uh, its reputation as the predator capital of the world. And you get some magnificent game viewing there. So it really is, and I said, some beautiful um, camps that you can stay at as well. So you get a really varied holiday because you've got the broad expanse of savannah, desert, salt pans, wetlands, everything in one country as well as dense jungles in the Chobe National Park. So it's a sort of destination that has something to offer everyone. Um, you can encounter, as I said, literally anything from rare birds, buffalo, warthogs, leopards, baboons, aquatic um, antelopes, endangered wild dogs. Um, it's, there's more uh, diversity there than just about anywhere else in the world and it's a world heritage site as well which is at the southern edge of the great rift valley which of course goes all the way down from east africa which is an incredible when you look at a map of the rift valley if you you know there was one we were looking at i think when we were in might have been i'm not sure that it was in kenya or tanzania and they'd shown it like a raised map showing the mountain range and that you just don't realize and i forget how many thousands of kilometers it is now exactly but it's huge it's just one valley huge cutting through the mountains, the mountains. Yeah. so an incredible force of nature that has created that so it is a very special as i said part of the world so if you haven't been to botswana it's certainly worthwhile thinking about if you're sort of limited to maybe not you know doing an extensive tour of a lot of south african countries i really would recommend that that be the one you go to and you do some wonderful trips you know even on the waterways as well so they take you in this uh, equivalent of like an old dugout canoe you know where you go and cruise along and see all the animals around the river banks and so on so yeah botswana it's a lovely and it's not that far if you wanted to then duck up to the victoria falls they're just quite almost adjacent you know to to Botswana so you could always incorporate that into your holiday as well Mm. um just a little few tips for people that might be going cruising at these holidays or not just these holidays anytime um one of the uh, companies Royal Caribbean and I'm sure this would be the same for most of the cruise lines has updated their their dress policy on their website stating that travelers will no longer be able to wear shorts or singlet 
type tank tops when dining at the main dining rooms. I wonder um, if that refers to women as well as men. Well, mm. that's what... Yes, interesting. Uh, it'll go a bit further here. I'll go a little bit mm. further for you. Um, they say still suits and ties, tuxedos, cocktail dresses or evening gowns are recommended for formal nights, while jeans, polos, sundresses and blouses are acceptable for casual nights. So the dress code on board all ships basically, just to give you an idea if we break it down... Casual, of course, you're on vacation, they want you to relax. So casual, swimwear must be kept to the pool deck. You can wear shorts for breakfast or lunch with a blouse or a sundress or something like that, but not of an evening. This is the main thing. Smart casual, think of it as a step up from your, your typical you know, casual wear, um, collared shirts, etc. Um, you know, pants, suits are acceptable, coats, blazers, whatever. Formal, that's when you do get the black tie look happening. And sometimes you can have one to three formal nights during a, a ship sailing, depending on the length of the cruise. Obviously, the shorter the cruise, you might only have one and so on. So depending on the length of the cruise that you're on. But just to keep that in mind, if you're not sure, there's always a website you can look at or check with your travel agent and they'll let you know what the dress code is anyway. Well, islands are always a great place to go, but sometimes they're subject to the forces of nature. Yes, that naughty cyclone Debbie, she was a bad one, and that was, well, first half of last year, around March, April. Two of the islands have not opened since then, which is Hayman and Daydream, and really that has affected tourism you know, the amount of people that can go into that area. As you can imagine, you've got two islands that are just not there anymore, basically. And then, of course, Lindemann shut some years ago and has never reopened. So we're really down a few islands. But good news is they're both reopening. They've both spent more than $100 million on absolutely redeveloping their resorts completely up to, well, Hayman's always been a deluxe luxury resort. It's now going to be managed by Intercontinental. And then you've got Daydream as well due to open. It's saying around about May for Daydream and around about the 1st of July for Hayman. But that's really good news that we're going to have some... Well, they'll be beautiful when they're all finished too, I'm sure. So we've got two lovely resorts there ready to reopen next year. In the Whitsundays. In the Whitsundays. Beautiful part of our country. Yes. um, And if you don't want to go there, well, you can't go Christmas this time. But you've got some great places to think about for Christmas. Admittedly, it, it might be Christmas next year now, unless you're already over there and you're listening to the 2NUR app. We can now sort of direct you where you might like to see some lovely Christmas things happening mm-hmm. in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, Rothenburg. Now, it is such a beautiful town, Rothenburg. It's, it, they say it looks at, like it belongs in a Disney movie, and they said that's because it was the inspiration for the backdrop of Pinocchio. So you've got the half-timber houses and all that there, the cobblestone streets and lovely Yule markets. And so it's a very relaxed alternative to the bigger cities in Germany if you're wanting to do that. The other one is Rovaniemi in Finland, because um, that's the hometown of St. Nick. So there you go. So it's a gateway to Santa Claus Village where you can set off on husky sled rides, pat reindeers and mingle with some very convincing elves and mail your gift wish direct from Santa's post office. So there you go. Prague in the Czech Republic, of course, again, lovely, lovely city, very attractive city with beautiful old buildings, Gothic architecture, cobblestone streets again, etc. You know, sip mile wine, watch the snowfall, markets again, the lovely historic old town square there is wonderful with its lights, nativity scenes and music happening. Um, the Big Apple, it does a good thing as well. 
over there. You can ice skate at Central Park or you can see the beautiful big tree they put up at the Rockefeller Centre or you can watch the New York City Ballet do the Nutcracker or take a ride through Central Park, of course, or you might poke your nose in through the window at least, even not through the window, at the window of Saks Fifth Avenue or Tiffany & Co, maybe. Who knows? Um, Tallinn in Estonia, and it said that the world's first ever Christmas tree was erected in Tallinn in 1441. Oh, that's a claim. So that is a claim. So more than 500 years later, the Estonian capital still keeps the tradition alive. They place a a high, sky-high conifer in its medieval town centre. So that's they're, they're still doing their Christmas thing with the tree. Tromso in Norway, well, the Northern Lights, what else can you say to be there at this time of the year to see the beautiful festive greens and reds of the Aurora Borealis? Hey, how would that be like to do that for Christmas? Vienna, again, they do the Nutcracker there in the city's opera house. They, they do that every year. Uh, the Vienna Boys Choir lead a Christmas Mass at the Hofburg Chapel and, again, many markets. So there's lots of beautiful places throughout Europe and the, North, uh, and the United States and, of course, even into Tokyo where they are in a league of their own there. They consider the most important day is Christmas Eve, which is considered a romantic celebration for couples similar to Valentine's Day. So even if you're not loved up, as they say, the millions of lights to illuminate the capital are an occasion worth travelling for anyway. <laughs> so there's lots of lovely things you can do over the Christmas period in the Northern Hemisphere. Now Christmas is also the time where we think of others, yes. family members, but others as well, perhaps less fortunate. And uh, here's an interesting story you've got for I us. I have got an interesting story here, and I know I heard on the news today, like, you know, or it might have been yesterday, Kev saying, you know, look after your animals. If it's hot, put water out, you know, firecrackers, all that noise around New Year's Eve, be very, very careful of your animals. Well, this is a different animal again. It's a penguin, and it's an endangered yellow penguin, which is only found in New Zealand on the Otago Peninsula. And what had been happening there when they, a lot of these uh, little penguins um, were getting injured or mums were lost or whatever, or then they had injuries, etc. They kept pecking or scratching as you do when you've got a, an itch or something or plucking at their feathers. So they've made onesies for the little penguins to wear so that they don't scratch themselves while they're recuperating. So, yeah, so now they've got to have them amended, though, because of their bottoms are slightly different shape to a human bottom. So. <laughs> And they're black and white striped and they are just gorgeous. And also they're getting a bonzer making them for them to suit the penguins and they're actually donating money back to the Penguin Centre to help with the recuperation and rehabilitation of these wonderful creatures. But, of course, down there you've got a a lot of wildlife down that part of um, New Zealand as well, not just the yellow-eyed penguin, which are the only ones in the world, by the way. It's the only place you'll find them. The other one's called the Corora Little Blue Penguin, sea lions and fur seals, albatross and seabirds and of course you can do wonderful tours on land and sea down there and you've also got the Royal Albatross Centre which is the world's only mainland breeding colony colony of the northern royal albatross and you can get right up close and personal with them there yeah that'd be fantastic what an incredible bird you know absolutely amazing yeah so lots of lovely things to do around christmas time isn't there it's hot deals time what is there in the current marketplace sally lucas this is a great one for a family if 
you'd love to go to Vanuatu, which is a gorgeous little place, you're getting your return airfare, six nights of accommodation at the Warwick Lulagon in a garden view room. Now, you're actually getting 45% off your accommodation, full buffet breakfast daily, a welcome drink on arrival. You get a snorkelling adventure included, use of your activities, of course, unlimited golf green fee and club hire because they do have a golf course attached, use of the resort gym and plus there's an airfare sale of up to $500. Now this is for a family of four, two adults and two children, 11 years and under. Okay? So it could be grandchildren, it could be nieces, nephews, it doesn't have to be, you know, son and daughter, whatever. And it's under $4,000 for the whole family. So that's pretty good value for all of that. It's fantastic, actually. Lord Howe, I'm even thinking of going back there next year myself, Jane, one of my favourite spots. Oh, it can stand lots of repeat visits. It certainly can. Um, Milky Way Holiday Apartments have got a little package they've put together, um, including return airfare, five nights accommodation, of course your return transfers, a two-course dinner with a glass of house wine, and you get your evening restaurant transfer included to the restaurant. Um, You get a food hamper provided with that as well when you get there like tea coffee you know sugar milk cereal all the usual things even eggs bacon seasonal fruits bread rolls now this is valid for sale until 31 january and it's for travel 7 to 31 may and that's under 1800 dollars per person so that's not a bad one as well for the ski nuts, we've always got someone in for the ski nuts at this time yes. of the year, if it's the Northern Hemisphere ski time, of course. It is. Um, though this one you've got to book and pay prior to next week, so you haven't got very much time if you're still thinking of doing this. Uh, book and pay by 30 December. It's Ski Canada, Banff, Lake Louise, Jasper and Whistler. So it's a really nice combination of resorts. Um, you're getting um, your, your snow trains included to get you to these places. Ski lift passes are included. Of course, your accommodation is included. And um, that's from under $5,000 for 15 days with a range of departures going right through to the end of March next year. So keep that in mind. Something in Australia. Now this is a company called Kirkhope Aviation Outback Air Tours. They're a small aircraft, um, beach uh, King Air, and they do all sorts of air safaris throughout Australia. But I just thought I'd mention this one particular one because it's getting you to a point or a part of Australia, which we have talked about before, that you can't get to, not this part, but other parts that you can't get to. Have you thought of visiting the tip of Australia, which, of course, we're talking Cape York? And there isn't a road that goes right through to the very tip or not a good navigable road anyway so they're doing this wonderful air tour which takes you to a lot of iconic locations it's a 13-day air safari you book and pay uh, sorry book and deposit by 31 january and you can save up to 750 dollars per person but you get spectacular flights seeing over the great barrier reef the torres islands etc out back in a minka and birdsville you do lawn hill gorge cruise as well you go to swears island in the gulf of carpentaria norman river sunset cruise at Corumba, Torres Strait Islands, a helicopter to the very tip of mainland Australia. That's where you're getting right to that tip. Um, you go into a fascinating uh, World War II um, tour of Horn Island, uh, which was, of course, based as a base during the war with the, the, the Japanese coming down as far as New Guinea. Um, Thursday Island, you go to Bramwell, which is Australia's most northern cattle station, Lizard Island, Cooktown, Laura for the Rock Art, Qantas Flounders Museum, Stockman Hall of Fame, 
Carnarvon Gorge Wilderness Lodge and Charlotte Plains Working Sheep Station. What an itinerary. Mm, Absolutely fantastic. So there's still lots of good things out there, Jane. Um, Celestial Cruises also have got Book Now and Save for 2019 and 20. They're calling it their Wave Sale. That's a good name for a cruise to have, isn't it? On their 2019 and 2020 itineraries. These are itineraries in the Med. Lots of lovely little cruises ranging from three to seven night cruises where you're getting reduced deposit, reduced airfares, free Wi-Fi, of course, you get all meals on board. You get selected shore excursions with Celestial are included as well. And you also get beverages and port and service charges. So there's some great things out there as usual, Jane. And I guess that's it for us that's for yet another year. a lovely way to finish off the year. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Oh, thanks, Jane. I just cannot believe where this year has gone. And can I please wish all our people who are travelling or even who aren't travelling a very, very safe and happy Christmas. And if you are travelling, stay healthy and well, of course, and just enjoy whatever you're doing and really look forward to sharing the program with you again next year. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.